Okay, what's next in Zimbabwe? That's our world news today. What's next for Zimbabwe after President Emerson Mgagwe was declared the winner following a hotly contested election? Also, what is interesting is the fact that opposition leader Nelson Chamisa says his party, Citizens Coalition for Change, will challenge the results as they believe the voting process was fraught with unprecedented illegality. Let's get some analysis with Dr. Webster Zambara, Senior Project Leader of Peacebuilding Interventions at the Institute for Justice and Reconciliation. Doctor, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, let's start at the beginning. The, the important thing here, monitors from 1, 2, 6, 18 different places say that these elections have failed to conform to regional and international standards. Would you agree? Good afternoon and uh, good afternoon to your listenership. Indeed, um, the past, uh, just the, the, the elections that have been held, that were held on 23rd and 24th of August, have uh, met a lot of uh, condemnation and uh, criticism from almost all the observer missions, except for, for India and, and Palestine missions that tended to give them a green light. But... Um, the most important to us is uh, the, uh, the, the, the report, the preliminary report from the Sadiq Electoral Observer Mission, uh, because we are the, a part and parcel of um, the Regional Economic Community, Sadiq. And uh, that, that report is actually telling because that's where all our political, regional political uh, decisions will play out. And uh, in its conclusion, it says, some aspects of the harmonized elections fell short of the requirements of the Constitution of Zimbabwe, the Electoral Act, and the certain principles and guidelines governing uh, democratic elections. And this uh, is the basis on which um, the AU Comesa uh, mission also wrote a similar report, the EU Observer Mission, uh, the Commonwealth Observer Mission. They cited these things. And what was blatantly uh, clear was uh, on the 23rd, Harare is the biggest con- uh, pro- political province. It is also the main stronghold of the opposition. And voting only started in some parts as late as half past five late afternoon. And uh, the reasons uh, that were given by Zek at 10 a.m. on uh, uh, or not starting, because by 10, o- 10 a.m., while rural provinces like Mashingo, Matabele, and South, and the like, had already opened 100% and they were voting. Harare had only 23%. And Bulawayo, the second uh, biggest city, had about 75% uh, of voters that, were, that, that had started to vote. And the reason that was given by the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission is that these, they, they were delays caused by the court uh, pending the the, the election. However, at no time did we see uh, the opposition or anyone going to court for the uh, local government elections, for the election of councillors. Yet, it is the ballot papers for the councillors that were not available. And previously, Zekid actually announced the number of ballot papers that they had printed for the presidential election, for the um, parliamentary election, as well as the uh, councillors, election of councillors. And this reason was not just telling with that uh, pronouncement. So, yes, we are in a situation in which 
uh, international organizations that came to observe Zimbabwean elections have cited some irregularities that make it a shortfall on freeness, fairness, and credibility. So what is the next step now for the CCC? Well, the CCC has uh, denounced the election as a sham, and um, their next route would be to prove in the courts of law that they were actually rigged. So they would need to gather the election forms called V11 forms that would have been captured at every polling station that uh, they would need to tabulate. And according to Zimbabwe laws, they have got seven days to launch a complaint at the constitutional court, of which that court will have 14 days to make a pronouncement, either that there would be a rerun or that uh, whatever provision that they would come up with, uh, I mean, a, a suggestion. And uh, this is a road that Nelson Chamisa has walked before. If you recall, in 2018, the courts uh, determined uh, who had won. And uh, so it won't be the first time that Chamisa has, uh, would have gone to the courts. And he lost in 2018 in the courts. We don't know the, uh, if he will win again, if he, he attempts now. But besides that, uh, he has projected in a, in a tweet about three or four hours ago, he tweeted that congratulating his supporters and saying we, we, we were victorious. So he's actually also claiming victory in mm. a way, which gives um, perhaps room for, uh, for, for a, a popular uprising that may happen, we don't know yet. But uh, the pronouncements have, have been that Chanisa has claimed that I have also won this mm. election. What has been declared officially by the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission is a lie. And uh, we wait to see whether he will go to the court route. But because he said he already, he already has the V11 form, he may be attempting to mm. go to court to wait and see. The next few hours will tell. Okay, so three weeks. It's three weeks of turmoil within Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe can't afford that, the way they're struggling. Will there be some sort of resolution, or is it just going to continue to be he said, she said, and it'll just continue for another four years? Well, if one looks at how ZANU-PF as the party has said to the uh, SADC uh, Observer Mission preliminary report, as well as the report of uh, the EU Observer Mission, They've actually requested Sadiq to alter its report because it claims that uh, mm. it is infringing on its sovereignty. Mm. That the observer mission was not supposed to touch on issues that had already been determined by the courts and um, that uh, the election is above board and what it should only do is to limit itself to observing and making recommendations and not citing specific uh, issues that uh, happened. Uh, so we see here um, an institution, ZANU-PF, uh, trying to hold on to power and uh, considering that we already have uh, a situation where people view the judiciary as captured, ZANU-PF would be quite confident if anyone goes to the court mm-hmm. because it has won in the court before. And uh, that just two months ago, uh, all high court judges and Supreme Court judges were, were rewarded with uh, 
about 450,000 US dollars as loans to buy houses, to purchase houses. That's about 7 million rand per, 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 mm. per person. Mm. And uh, that happening a few weeks before an election was seen as some lubrication of the judiciary. So that is such an eventuality as in court challenge, they may be viewed as favoring the ruling party. Doctor, quickly, what reaction has there been from South Africa over the last 48 hours? Uh, interestingly, we have only seen uh, the Secretary General of the ANC uh, congratulate Zanu PF. Uh, up to now, I have not seen whether the President has congratulated its, uh, uh, their sister party, Zanu PF. Um, so far, only two presidents, I think. Uh, yesterday, President Aidnob of Namibia, and today, at about, uh, after, just after midday, uh, President Lu of Tanzania congratulated President Mnangagwa of, uh, for, for, for being victorious. We would ex- have expected that by now, considering that these results were announced uh, late Saturday night, we had a whole day yesterday, we are ending the day now, we would have uh, expected that more and more of his regional counterparts would have sent their congratulatory messages. And that silence is uh, uh, is a bit uh, telling uh, whether uh, they are still waiting for, 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 for calmness or whatever, but it is unusual. Usually, when the, pres- when the official results are announced, mm. a flurry of congratulatory messages fly from different parts of the world, particularly in the region. We haven't seen that. So uh, that is also telling in terms of whether this election is being accepted regionally and continentally as well. All right. Dr. Webster Zambara, thank you very much. Senior Project Leader of the Peace Building Interventions at the Institute for Justice and Reconciliation.